the Christie's auction for digital artist Beeple, uh, whose real name is uh, Mike Winkleman, uh, coming to a close a few moments ago. Uh, the final bid, David, $69 million. Oh, my gosh. Uh, as of six months ago, what? Beeple had yet to sell any work. And most of America and the world are still trying to understand yes. how NFTs fit into overall asset valuations. But Carl, help me. Uh, Carl, help me understand. Not sure, help not me. Sure I'm relying on you and Morgan to explain this to me. <laughs> I, I can say non-fungible. What is a non-fungible uh, token. token? But that's about where, where my understanding ends. Yeah. Um, I, 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 all right. Sixty nine right. million dollars. Winkleman. Way to go. Winkleman. Way yeah. to make it happen. People. Hello, everybody. It's Chapo today. Um, it's me and Felix. Um, we're down, down a mic today due to unforeseen technical difficulties, but. We're gonna not going to leave you with just us coming in, filling in, coming off the bench, in the clutch. It's our old friend, Adam Friedland. What's up, pals? Adam, it's the Thanks boy. He's me. back again. He's back again with it to do, to do his thing with us. Thank you again so much for doing this. So just to kick things off here, I, I have to ask Adam this question. Mm-hmm. Adam, do you know what an NFT is? Kind of. I've been trying to understand it because I think I might... Start selling my uh, my paintings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was about to pitch the idea to you. All I know is Big Dave said that he's made uh, a five million dollars off of <laughs> basketball trading cards. Yeah, NFTs. he's yeah. I don't even think he knows how it works or what he like. He couldn't describe to you what he did. I've asked him before what it is, and he said it's that he owns clips of people making slam dunks or something. That's and it's worth millions. That's great. Yeah, no, that's definitely, yeah. I think he's got it. So I got to well, think about the content that I own, and I think that I'm going to start making NFTs for my paintings. And uh, I could be a millionaire like Big Dave. That's the way to do it. Um, the NFT, of course, if, in case you're wondering, stands for non-fungible token. And what, what it is, is it's, it's, a new, it's a new wrinkle in the blockchain. Uh, if you're not familiar with the blockchain is, it's what causes Judgment Day in Terminator 2. Um, and Felix, like you were saying, like it, it, an NFT is when you sell your internet art to Skynet. That's basically what it is. Like, yeah, the, it depends on how you like to think about it. There's a quant and then macro strategy. And the quant strategy is you're selling it to Skynet. The macro strategy is that you're selling it to the computers from the Matrix. And they put out a bunch of energy and then... Your thing, which like it could be anything from a webcomic that's like, you know, you know, that moment when you're even your depression has anxiety or <laughs> priceless art and it can fetch you anywhere from, you know, five thousand dollars to yeah, like a hundred million for whatever reason. Yeah, that's that's my plan right now. Yeah, it works like this. Let's say you're an artist like Adam Friedland and you've done a series of paintings depicting um, Steven Seagal, um, Costco yeah. Baba, the Turkish dwarf. That's the one I have. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. I'm just talking <laughs> yeah. about my Adam Friedland collection yeah. right now. But you know, like, so you're 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 an artist, and you're just trying to get on that NFT thing. So basically, it works like this: um, for the amount of electricity it takes, um, the basically the, what, what, comparable to what the state of California uses in a year, 
Um, you take that kilowatt per hour number and you apply that electricity um, to generate a JPEG file that will be the only JPEG file that is authentically blockchain endorsed. But like I said, it will yeah. take probably, you know, it's, I don't know, several pounds of plutonium, you know? Like, <laughs> to, I'm just saying, like, because I could just take a screenshot of, of Adam's art, but that wouldn't be blockchain yeah, you back. you can just copy and paste it, but it wouldn't be the real shit. And like I said, yeah, so it, it, takes, it takes the electricity of a small country um, to be generated in order to... Uh, verify that the JPEG that you own or the GIF of Vince Carter dunking or something like that is valuable. It is, it's worth something. It's worth something real. It's worth millions of dollars. But if it were just a GIF that you search for, like, you know, in, in a Twitter uh, comment bar where you just do GIF search, Nicholson nod, I mean, the, the market's flooded with that. But if you have a blockchain backed Nicholson nod, that could be worth upwards of $500 million, theoretically. The the point is, guys, is I've taken many an L in my life, and I am sick of losing. <laughs> I'm in deep with Be- Princess Diana Beanie Babies. I thought that that would be, the market would be coming back recently because of <laughs> Meghan Merkel's, but I, I owe a lot of people a lot of money around town, and this <laughs> this is a way that I can send someone sell someone a JPEG of my shitty paintings I did while I was at my parents' house last year during COVID. And I'm gonna, this is a way, this is how I win, folks. Well, I like honestly, I kind of like what you're getting after this because the reason that people justify NFTs usually is something that's like probably the lowest priority thing in the world, maybe even totally amoral, which is paying artists. And I think we all recognize that like they should never be paid. No, it's just ever since we like started paying artists a little, art's gotten worse. It's like giving a dog table food. It's probably everything's more important than doing that. But to like pay off gambling debts or like finally get rich, that's like more than justifies the energy output and environmental effect. So, I mean, like I'm, I'm inspired to learn more about NFTs because I saw a headline in the New York Times today uh, that says... JPEG file sells for sixty nine million as NFT mania gathers pace. Um, so that's sixty nine million dollars for. Uh, it says here um, a JPEG file made by Mike Winkleman, the digital artist known as Beeple, was mm-hmm. sold on Thursday at Christie's in an online auction for sixty nine point three million dollars. The price was a new high for artwork that exists only digitally beating auction records for physical paintings by museum valorized greats like J.M.W. Turner, George Surratt, and Francisco Goya. But, I mean, you know, if you own a Goya painting, I mean, that's pretty cool. But imagine you had a picture of that same painting on your computer that caused a drought in another part of the world to, to authenticate, but it's now you own a Goya painting on your computer. Yeah, that's that sounds cool. <laughs> I'm just reading here. Uh, <laughs> some examples of Beeple's art here. This is um, uh, the, the Beeple piece that sold for $69 million is, is a collage mm-hmm. of all the Beeple-related art that he's done over the last year. Um, but it says, another, it says another Beeple piece titled Crossroad. Was a, it's a 10-second video, uh, an NFT showing animated pedestrians walking past a giant naked likeness of Donald Trump and it collapsed on the ground and covered in graffiti. So it's a gif of pedestrians walking past Donald Trump on the street covered in graffiti. 
that was that's worth ten million dollars. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the environmental impact is is sad, but um, I mean, arts kind of doesn't exist anymore, right? Like, could you name the most famous artist in the world? It's probably Banksy. Him or like Damien Damien Hurst, maybe. The yeah, but like, guy. It, do yeah. people do people in Ohio know who Damien Hurst is? Yeah, no, their jeans have his uh, art on them. Oh, that's true. that's true. They do have crystal skull. Yeah, no, they they think the same shit is cool. True religion. Yeah, Damien Hurst. Yeah, that was his first work of art. Were those complicated jeans with knee pads? I had a friend that went to Berlin, and they said in the mall in Berlin they had a Banksy store that you could go to. You get all, <laughs> all your. You bring up Banksy. You Banksy you bring up Banksy. Germans are so cool. That's the coolest country in the world. I just I don't know. Like I, Bitcoin has been on my on my mind because I, I keep talking about these like these the the mining server farms because someone posted a picture of like because people keep building them and someone posted a picture of like these ma- it, it looks like the fucking Matrix and it's just like. At a time when there are like blackouts and people in Texas are like, you know, freezing to death and shit, it doesn't seem like it's the best use of society's resources to prop up the trading of uh, GIF files and basically a purely speculative currency that has no actual value. I could be wrong. Yeah, they could be. They could be destroying central banking. Is that is that worth it? I don't know. Yeah, that that sounds right. But I don't know. The world's ending. You might as well get paid off it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, obviously, we should all get into NFTs. I mean, like, Adam, you already have art. Felix, if you were to do an NFT uh, blockchain-backed uh, digital art currency, um, what would you do? What, what, kind of, what kind of, like, Felix drawing do you think people would appreciate? I, think it, would, I think it would be something from my, uh, my artistic oeuvre. Uh, you know, something, something to deal with, like, the twin dragons of uh, imposter syndrome and like mild insomnia, something something like uh, memorializing Tuca and Birdie after it was canceled. What if it were drawing something Tuka of that Birdie, nature? Tuca and Birdie smoking weed, and it's like animated, so you can see them exhale thick clouds of of, of loud. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Yeah. No. Uh. Something. Yeah. Something. Something like that. And I think. Yeah. For about five million dollars, we could make that work. Well, I mean, as long as we're talking about art, um, here's another thing that's that's been on my mind. Uh, have you guys um, have you guys watched WandaVision? No, no, I haven't seen any of it. I've seen the Adam. screenshot that is the greatest, uh, like the greatest piece of writing ever. Oh yeah, I saw that yeah. when people were making fun of it. I wasn't making fun of it. It's the one for people to know. It's the one where the robot is like, if you miss somebody because they're dead, that means you love them <laughs> and still love them. When he's telling like the woman that. Do they have sex? Uh, yeah, I believe they do. They're a husband and wife, right? So they've, yeah, yeah it's implied they've had sex. Can they have children? Like, does the robot, I've, is he fully a do, robot? Yeah, they do have children on the show. Like, like, did they adopt them or did he, like, his, like, dick go into her pussy? Oh, the, I uh, think the, it's, the, the it's kind of like, went into the pussy. Okay. It's kind of like the Muppets, right? Where all the boy kids are frogs and all the girl kids are pigs. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, like a frog, like kind of has a dick or a pussy, but it's like, uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, this is a robot. This is a robot yeah. and a human ass woman. Oh, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, I think she's a witch. Okay. All right. Well, 
All I know is that my my dad was disappointed by the finale of WandaVision. Was he really invested? Well, a lot of people are. He watches all the Marvel properties. (laughs) He's like He's big on Disney Plus. Yeah. It all started when he saw when when my father saw Avatar, (laughs) and he went into a deep depression for three months. Because for the first time in his life, he didn't have to live on this wretched planet. He got to live on Pandora for two and a half hours. And it was actually a documented depression that people went into after yeah, uh, seeing Avatar. That's like what a, great art does. And it I think a it's a social phenomenon. I think that's the right reaction, though. I see, I've seen him get that sad three times. The first was... Well, the the second was when Bush sold the election in 2000, and the first was because uh, he thought OJ was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the third time he got really sad was after he saw Amazon. <laughs> Wait, well, I mean, those are, been... the, those are the three stages of life. Those are like mm-hmm. the three vectors of maturity a man goes through. He was pissed. He was like, Mark Furman is a racist. The LAPD is trying to tear down a great man. Well, he must have been happy with the outcome of that trial. I mean, it must he was have, he must have felt stoked. Good. <laughs> he, was stoked. he was like the only, it was weird because it was like in school, it was like the black kids thought he was innocent. The white kids thought he was guilty. And I was the only one that thought he was innocent. <laughs> it was my, it was my first time I got the hood passed. <laughs> the first but definitely not the last not the last uh, is your dad prepared for another three avatar movies though i mean will that will that send him spiraling oh, i think into he'll see a, all this shit. depression yeah i think he's gonna go see all the shit <laughs> i think he's stoked he sees he sees all that crap i never well, actually saw avatar i know i'm oh, getting us um, off topic from wandavision you know i, know I, I do this oftentimes but I didn't see Avatar because I knew I was going to break up with this girl and I didn't want to get two IMAX 3D tickets because I was like, <laughs> I was like, t- <laughs> I was too, t- I was too cheap. But I knew that within the next two weeks we were going to break up. And then we eventually did break up because of a game of FIFA because I, <laughs> because she said she wanted me to come over to her apartment and I uh, didn't see the text message because I was playing too much FIFA. And so. That forced her hand. And that, <laughs> but because of that, I never got to see Avatar. <laughs> well, I think you'll, yeah, like, you'll find a lot that you like in Avatar. Like, I consider you, like, a worldly person. I know. And Avatar, like, I think, yeah, you've been afraid to see it because of the end of this, uh, of that relationship. But Avatar has a lot on grief. And, and it's a it's a beautiful story. And I think... I actually think like me and you are going to be some of the last people vaccinated out of anyone we know. Oh yeah, but I don't deserve it. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I deserve it more than a normal person. But oh no, I, I'm the last in line. Yeah, but I think like we can do me and you can watch Avatar together with Will, and we can get herd immunity from him being vaccinated. I'm down, dude. Yeah, I have a friend who's become like the Oscar Schindler of vaccinations, and he's just getting people illegitimate vaccine appointments. And he asked me if I wanted one, and I said I I, I felt bad. I felt bad taking the appointment from an old lady or whatever. But it's pretty easy. They've got enough. They've got like enough to go around. 
I feel like they do have enough. Yeah. But I think I'll be able to last another six weeks. Joe Biden bought like a ton of the bad one. Yeah, is the, the Johnson, Johnson & Johnson, Johnson one bad or is it good? I don't know. It's for baby. Uh, Catholics don't like the <laughs> okay. Catholics don't like the Johnson and Johnson one because it's made out of dead babies. Apparently, yeah. Uh, well, what are you gonna do? Well, look, I'm, I mean, life is life is for the living. Yeah. Did you watch WandaVision? I I didn't. I watched the I watched the first episode and I was like, uh, you know, I, I I that was enough for me. I I was like, mm-hmm. I got it. Oh, well, by the way, sorry, not, another digression. Um, did you guys see? Uh, speaking of the vaccine. Uh, Trump's uh, statement where he was basically he can't it. tweet now. He's getting reporters it. to just cover his tweets by sending them out on what looks like to be official presidential oh, letterhead. Yeah, and oh. he he says, um, "It's like I, I hope everyone is enjoying their vaccines, but you wouldn't have this beautiful shot in quotation marks." <laughs> why, the, why the quotation marks? Are the shot? <laughs> I mean, yeah, people people like when this came out, people are like, "Oh, he sucks now." Like this, this is. This is pathetic, but it's like, no, this is the same shit he's always said. Like, yeah, you, you only think that if you, like, pantomimed being really afraid when he would say stuff like that. No, he's just, he's the same old bitch he always has been. I enjoyed that one a lot. I just love oh, it says from the it. office of Donald J. Trump, and then it has the <laughs> and presidential seal on it. And it still has, like, the seal. It has the presidential seal on it. Yeah, that's like when people put the, like, little, the little, like, seven symbol on their display name to make it look like they're verified. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh gosh yeah i miss him i you know I miss him a ton. I, i'm i barely i barely look at twitter anymore because it's just not fun without him anymore quality has gone downhill a lot and the only guy really keeping twitter alive is eric alper who's that one he's the guy who asks eric the questions alper, that are so good you yeah. have to respond to them oh, eric alper guy. hosts like yeah. some fucking show on sirius xm but he like he just has like he's like the agent Smith of radio hosts because that's just that's just his entire being is being like a agreeable radio host. So every day he he tweets like, "What's one movie you always think of?" <laughs> like eighty thousand people. He's answer. like a quote tweet guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an engagement farmer. But I think he's there are two like main engagement farmers, and one of them is uh that. Who's that, like, white basketball, old basketball guy? Rex Chapman. Uh, Rex Chapman, yeah. And, yeah. and he'll post, like, you know, a, a, a video of someone, like, a, a maggot chunk getting corn cobs at a public event and be like, y'all, y'all, this. And it's like, he also has, like, a cool black guy for his Abby, and I know for a fact he's, like, a balder, older white guy, which is, you know, respect. But... Yeah, Eric Alper is legitimately like he wants people. He wants to find out about people when he has something like, you know, what's the third band you ever saw live? What's <laughs> well, who's a guitarist you would be buried alive with? Like it's there's more audience participation and less dishonesty. But he's the only one. The site would have been shut down without him and admittedly Rex Chapman. It's re- it's just not the same. It without sucks. The di- don- I you know. It- it was just because Biden, they're just going to keep in a in a padded room for the next four years. But we got to know if the president was in a good mood every day yeah. or if the president was pissed about something every day. I loved it. it was, we were so lucky. I loved it when he would tell people to have a good weekend. <laughs> like, the president saying that was so sick. And I, like, I was I feel like I have a little egg on my face now because I was like saying. And I still think I'm fundamentally right, 
that Biden is like can be funnier than Trump. But like I knew they would hide him, but it's been amazing how little we get to see of Mac. It, it sucks. I mean, yeah, he's we not even he's not doing a State of the Union. All his tweets are like so not. It's like every week they just post a new video of him and Kamala. Well, they want you to think it's slow motion. That's just probably Joe Biden walking normally. And it's like everyone else has to go slow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it'll just be captioned like <laughs> week, week three or like doing work. And it's like this is like, Ugh. yeah, whoever manages like a professional athlete's account. This sucks. Because at the end, like Donald, he he incorporated the videos. Oh, which where he, they, they just really let him rip. And I guess this the swan song was right when people were in the Capitol building. Wendy said, you're very special. <laughs> that, and, like, little did we know that that, that, was, that was the last we were going to get, where he was like, you're beautiful, you're very special, I love you. That was, yeah. That, that was sad. And, it, and it, it's like we got rid of, like, that was such a bloodbath because we lost Mike Lindell, like, a day after. Oh, it's just not fun online. Yeah, it really isn't. Twitter sucks. It's not fun online anymore. No. You guys remember when Larry King was alive? R.I.P. to one of the by the way. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, he, he would have this this uh, innovation on his Twitter account where he would, uh, he would just, like Larry King does, he would share his thoughts on random issues under the hashtag, it's my two cents. Yeah, mm-hmm. my two and cents. It's my two cents. And I think, you know, obviously, like, uh, the people who, who really love and support Biden, like, uh, the, the, uh, one of the things that they're most proud of is that we have a president who doesn't tweet anymore or who doesn't, you know, sort of govern via Twitter. Um, but, you know, it's just we're, we're missing something. And I think, like, not not the office of the president account, but, like, Joe Biden's personal Twitter account should have a hashtag, like, it's my two cents that should be like, that's a fact, Jack. And he could just be like microwave popcorn just isn't as good as when you make it in the pot yeah that's a fact jack yeah if you see if you see a girl in ballet flat she's gonna use her hands that's a fact jack (laughs) (laughs) if she lets you eat the cherry on top of the malt keep her like i i it's like he's so funny he's so funny like he basically started his campaign by telling a story about a feat like a a Greek mythology feat of strength at a segregated swimming pool. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. And now it's like, yeah, we just never get to hear any of that cool shit. The bored kids in that video, that's just... (laughs) How bored the kids are, like, wearing, like, their little baby bikinis, having to listen to this old man. <laughs> just like who the fuck they have no oh. idea they're all like four they have no idea who the fuck that is like why they have to be behind him they have to stand there they all need to pee <laughs> <laughs> they're all waiting to get in the pool to take a leak and those oh. videos of him like iowa in iowa a year before he was being like when he went he would short circuit that the video where he goes and she's my been my friend in and out of politics. Been my friend, great friend, woman who's a friend, love the woman friend. Did you see the thing where? Did you see the thing this week where he couldn't remember the name of the Secretary of Defense, so he just <laughs> says the guy who's in charge over there. Yeah, the and guy that who's was, running the whole damn was, show. That was love awesome it. because at the town hall he said uh, when he was talking about Trump, he said the last guy, and they're like, "Oh, epic shade by Biden." And it's like, 
No, he literally doesn't remember who's Donald Trump. He doesn't remember who his Secretary of Defense is. He doesn't remember any of these people. Yeah, I just want to see him like going around the country calling things bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. God you damn. Stupid bastard. This was like a million years ago, but like when Look Fat happened, that was that's the thing. Like that if you remember Look Fat when that beta cuck Warren supporter tried to challenge show and he was like, and that, you, you want to do push-ups right now? <laughs> and there's no way Fat could have beat him in a push-up no, competition. Yeah, no, Let's fat, be honest. Fat would have been vanquished on the spot. Everyone felt bad for Fat, but Fat, there's no way. <laughs> Fat's not beating Joe Biden in push-ups. There's no way. <sighs> Very few men on earth are. Uh, but, like, the thing is, that's why I think they should let him out more. Because if you watch that video, the, like, just sea of people the like, iowa manatees there they're all like 80 and they're just like when he goes listen listen fat they're like they like murmur they're like dark souls creatures just like gurgling with approval if he if he did that like no one would stop supporting him he wouldn't lose any support for it it might like prevent some young people who aren't as aware of joe biden's follies from supporting him if they didn't already but it's like it wouldn't be that deleterious to him and i think everyone would be having a lot more fun if they just sort of like i'm not saying let him totally off the leash like the we don't want the episode where junior walked around newark in a bathrobe (laughs) because he he might do that but like you know within reason within the good parameters of safety for a senior they should have him do that just let him go places. Speaking of off the leash, uh, did you did you follow the whole thing with his dogs or like his dog bit someone? And what they had the to do fuck remo- is going the dog on? Was his Nazi the white dog, dog. <laughs> his Nazi dog major. <laughs> I think it's funny. What was though, that like, tweet? If you if you get a German Shepherd and then you give it a military name, like that's definitely a Nazi dog. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mac. Here's my dog. It's the I call him. The, oh. His name's the Obergruppenfuhrer. Yeah. He's an Argentinian Shepherd, Jack. but you know like so so like uh, they rolled out the dogs right before he got in the white house and then as soon as he got in the white house they just started biting people's dick or something and then they had to be taken away (laughs) but that was something we're supposed to be proud of because trump didn't have a dog yeah he was the first first petless white house and then biden literally got like disturbed nazis (laughs) yeah <laughs> Biden got like. Do you remember in Queens when uh, they when Trump tried to show that ice was good, so he arrested like the last living Nazi, and and it was this like brain dead guy in Queens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got like those. He got like the dog version of that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that is the thing. Like Joe Biden is. He's like a more truer tribune to white people than Donald Trump is because it's like, yeah, the two most important things for like a sort of like English, Irish, German, uh, Christian, white Christian America is like having phone calls and writing, writing letters to your son where you're both like, I'm in love with you. I want to kiss you on my mouth, on the mouth of my <laughs> sugar special sweetie, sweetie plum guy. Yeah, I want yeah, like just French kissing your son, and then yeah, they love when he talks about Bo. Yeah, my he was my special super about how he nice. wishes he could still kiss Bo. Yeah, they love doing that. The dads and sons love doing that, um, and they also love having a huge dirty dog that's kind of oily 
with like not that creative of a name and is like definitely like emotionally fucked up for some reason and being like yeah. he's great he just loves people so much <laughs> he's uh he's 190 pounds and what, 27 did, didn't years charlotte old. climber have a tweet about bailey the dog like oh, yeah, oh something God. God, oh yeah, like she was like, myself. she was like, yeah, like she was like, I, I'm just, I'm just fantasizing right now about like, you know, ba- <laughs> Bailey Warren talking to Major Ugh. Biden and telling him about like boundaries and consent, but then like, gets distracted by thinking about burritos or something, and I'm just loving That's thinking the... about that. <laughs> I love Trump. Barney. I love watching Barney. Too. I'm so glad That's... they made politics into Barney. That's the thing I is, like, can't. without Trump, these people can go back to watching Barney. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that is, is that for four years they couldn't watch Barney. <laughs> yeah. That is so awesome to be like an adult and see that <laughs> and pretend. But that probably got like a billion faves. Probably like a trillion people in America who all who like, have like given themselves elevated blood pressure for the past five years. Like see that and are like, yeah. <laughs> what if Bailey the dog went poo poo in the house? It's, yeah oh man that's like that could be your doctor just an adult ass baby like <laughs> oh, like God. just like clapping like a moron looking at pictures of joe biden's dirty dogs do you think the person who was running like the white house dog twitter account it was because like they, they had a twitter account that was like supposed to be the thoughts of biden's dog and it was all like you know epin heckin woofer stuff yeah and 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 then major mauled someone in the white house and had to be sent back to delaware no i'm just i'm reading the news article about it right now it's so funny murder his dog major like castrated someone biden is like Theon Greyjoy, and he took Wait, one he, of his ele- enemies from Delaware and had Major bite off his cock. <laughs> On Tuesday, the White House press secretary, Jen, uh, Jen Psaki, confirmed Major Ugh. caused an injury to an unnamed individual. And the White House statement about it is, Champ and Major, the other dog's name is Champ. Champ Real creative names here. <laughs> Champ and Major are still getting acclimated and accustomed to their surroundings and new people. And on Monday, the first family's younger dog, Major, was surprised by an unfamiliar person and reacted in a way that resulted in a minor injury to the individual. <laughs> I can't believe Pete Buttigieg got attacked. Yeah, they can, they can sense what he's done in the past. <laughs> they can sense his... <laughs> they know that he's a danger to their kind. Yeah, they probably killed, he probably killed Major and Champ's mom. yeah that is that would suck like you're like some like you know just ice chewing sexually frustrated but married like 29 year old and you're like yes i finally got into the biden white house because i spent you know college volunteering for hillary for america i finally did it and you like go home to your wife who like jerks you off once a month and you're like yeah i lost one of my balls because of biden's (laughs) old dog (laughs) My I penis is never going to be the same. <laughs> uh, you can never have a kid named Mason now. <laughs> but it's a lateral move. <laughs> that would, that's a rough go. It's a rough go in life. 
Uh, no, so like, so uh, they're, they're sending Major back to Delaware to live on a farm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. They're sending him to. They're, they're giving him to an insurance company in Delaware, and it's, he's going to be the office dog, and he's not going to bite anyone. It's going to be familiar to him. Um, so, so, but but then then they announced the White House is getting a cat. And, and and like they, and in the press release, they were like, and and this cat is sure to break the internet. Why? It's because it's, it's a cat. And I guess the, the cat will have its own Twitter account. Too. Just bring back Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> Boo! The, the only thing he could do that I would like with a cat is like if he got like a serval or one of those other huge like. He can't do that. He's cats. not Russian. He's not Russian. Yeah, he doesn't have the gene. He doesn't have the warging ability that Russians do. I mean, like, well, you know, like, you cannot, if, if you're an American or if you're anyone other than a Russian, do not own, do not have exotic pets, uh, you know, exotic animals as pets. Yeah. Yeah. I have a new exotic pet. I have a new exotic pet out. Yeah. It's true. The Golfies have a special relationship with birds. But, uh, so there's a new. Uh, Russian pet community. I like everyone knows I've been into sables lately. I've been really liking those little tubey bears. But uh, check out Pietka the skunk. She's adorable. Okay. I didn't know you this. Know, skunks you, are really, really cute. You can de you can degland skunks. Yeah. and keep them as pets so they can't they can't blast you with uh, the stink. Oh, did you skunks? Did you did you guys are you guys following up on the Pepe Le Pew is canceled now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Just bring back Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, this no. Is we've, been, we've been spending two weeks talking about um, what moral lessons are being robbed from kids by censoring uh, Pepe Le Pew and Warner Brothers cartoons. And fucking is Doctor Seuss racist? Do you guys remember Amiri King? Oh yeah, God. Oh yeah, the, the, the king yeah. of the fucking guy in a car video. Yeah, invented the genre. Adam, did you ever see and, this or, guy? Or walking around a, a parking no. lot? Uh, Amiri King was this like very like 2013 era Facebook guy, one of the first like Facebook stars. You know how, like, Facebook stars have, like, a different political tenor than, like, Twitter stars or YouTube mm-hmm. stars? Yeah. He was, like, he was, like, this, like, sort of, you know, de- definitely spent his youth as the white guy, you know, as Nick so brilliantly put in the UNC powder blue shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, got arrested, then grew up and became, like, a big, like, law and order conservative guy, but still with, like, sort of, like, a white trash like cool aesthetic and way of talking yeah. and he was ostensibly like a librette piercing yeah and he was ostensibly like you know a comedian but most of his videos were just him in a car or him in a parking lot like after a police shooting not that he was that but like when it was in the news and being like listen if you don't want to be shot you should listen 100 percent to what officers of the police say and but then his comedy his comedy was just like, you know, anything that you get on like Vine or whatever. But then he would do like life advice in the car where he'd be like, I'm 38 years old. I have three daughters. I don't consider myself to have any friends. You know why? Friends just use you. Friends are just, they just want things from you. You want as few of them as possible as you get older. Like just one of those guys. And he's yeah. been banned from a lot. I think he was a casualty of January 6th. He wasn't there, but it was just like, all right. You've uh, you've made 500 million posts about how you would have killed Michael Brown. Think it's time to go. Uh, but he's he's getting sort of a second wind uh, by like by like getting really upset about Pepe Le Pew and shit. 
God damn it. I mean, that's like, a, I mean, Dave Chappelle did that joke like 15 years ago yeah. about Pepe Le Pew, and now people are taking it seriously. Um, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, apparently, there was going to be a scene in Space Jam 2 with Pepe Le Pew. Oh, yeah. And in yeah. the scene, LeBron James would have explained, like, and they filmed this scene, but they didn't animate it because, like, they, they cut mm-hmm. it from, like, I guess they could see where, which way the wind was blowing. But um, in, in the scene with LeBron and Pepe Le Pew, LeBron was going to coach and teach Pepe about um, consent and boundaries. And mm-hmm. I think it is a fucking crime that that was cut from the movie. Like, I, like, I need that scene so badly. Yeah, that's true. How else will kids know what a pervert is if they're not shown it in cartoon form? That was going to be an amazing cultural artifact. That was going to be a great moment. We yeah. were going to get years out of that thing. That's absolutely true. Yeah. That's very unfortunate. Well, I mean, how much does it cost to like animate that scene? Because if we have the bare bones. Do those guys in Taiwan still do on demand animation? They have to. They you have gotta to get them. It's on ta- the line. Guys, it's time we've recognized Taiwan. Make the phone call. We now recognize Taiwan. We need you to animate something. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Adam, you said you, I mean, I wanted to talk about. Uh, the bloody royal family um adam you said you oh, watched yeah. the oprah interview with harry and Meghan. of course i i take the royals uh the everything royal very seriously you're because, a royal you know, i am a i'm a child of the of the commonwealth yes that's true you are yeah i am so i take i'm really into that and uh okay so first of all my verdict i saw the baby and it looks black as hell okay <laughs> it's one of the blackest babies i've ever seen all right. No, uh, no, I watched the interview. I mean, how did you think they came across well? I don't know. I, I didn't even know about like what they were talking about. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. My girlfriend wanted to watch it. Well, but I, it seems like he's he's chill, Harry. He's like down to to like uh, call out his family members for his wife, which I, I like that vibe. That's cool. Yeah. Once you find a wife, then you don't have a family anymore. And also, like, cousins, like, who can... If you're over 18, you shouldn't have cousins anymore. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, I definitely There's agree no that. reason to have cousins. I feel I'd say burn, burn it all down. Whatever. I mean, yeah, I have no... I, I really didn't know what they were talking about, but I did watch the whole hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half? Jesus Christ. I mean, apparently... Oh, I yeah, mean, dude, of, it was a of, special. Of the highlights, it's, you know, like, I mean, like, uh, you know, Megan does mention, you know, like, uh, you know, being made to feel mm-hmm. awkward about certain conversations she had with unnamed members of the family about, you know, mm-hmm. as you alluded to, how dark their baby would be. And just uh, I thought it was going to be I thought it was Megan the Stallion was going to be interviewed. <laughs> but apparently it's some other chick from Suits. That is really funny that, like, it's the lady from Suits. That he just went crazy for. Yeah, that's a like someone from Burn Notice got their way into like the royal family. Yeah, someone from like a USA <laughs> like a dramedy series. It it does it. Yeah, it just literally we send one American from the USA network, and the royal family is in worse shape than they've been in my lifetime for sure. Yeah, this is the closest they are to paying for their crimes, and like I don't like. In the direct sense, I don't give a shit about this, right? Like, I like who cares? You know? Like, it just... Celeb news is fun to look at. But, like, conceptually, as a fan of Morrissey, uh, Lena LaRoche, and mm-hmm. other great anti-royalists, this is great. 
Yeah, I agree with everything Morrissey says, including yeah. England for the English. Uh, that's right. Okay. That's not racist. It's like I don't really like his music at all. But as a no, I'm not into his music at all. Yeah. His, music's, his music's confusing. I don't get what he's talking about. But like, what the hell is he talking? Yeah, about? what do you mean? Every day is like a Sunday. There are seven days in a week. What? The- yeah, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> You've been do- doing bad 1990s stand-up comedy. <laughs> Okay, okay, the boy so with the guy. thorn in his side, what boy? Okay, <laughs> what boy are we talking about here? If he's got a thorn in his side, better take him to hospital or in hospital, deedle, as you'd deedle, say. Deedle, deedle, The queen's dead? That's new. <laughs> queen's dead? That's news to me. How'd you find out first? Seems like the queen's still alive to me, last I checked. <laughs> That's the worst genre of stand-up comedy. Yeah. I remember when I was starting, there were people like, they're like white guys doing like... Like Biggie, like bits about like Biggie songs from 1993. Yeah, they're like if if you got a, no, it, this isn't Biggie, but if you got a fifty dollar uh, bill, put your hand up. Okay, uh, I don't have that much money on me. If you got a twenty dollar bill, put your hand up. Okay, I think I can manage. That. <laughs> 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 that sucks. <laughs> oh man! I mean, it, yeah. it's it, it's hard for me to feel too bad for for Harry and Meghan, but I mean, the British people and their press are really like putting the screws to me to like wring some sympathy out of me for uh, for for these people, because I mean, like they are. I mean, we've talked about it before, but like they are like a truly deranged country, and they're and they're. And their affection for the fucking royal family is like exhibit A and their fucking, you know, in their in their sectioning case. So like why that nation should be quarantined from the rest of the world. But there like, are I, there are guys in England who like they think they can only jack off to Kate and Pippa Middleton. They like have to think that they're the sexiest women in the world. Two most brilliant birds. I did see the clip of um What's his name? Pierce Morgan walking off the show because he was so disgusted <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. by the shocking behavior. That seems to be his job, like just storming out of things. And and like yeah. and he, I, I saw a lot of clips where like people are smirking when he's like getting like uh, a good a good head of steam going defending the royal family, and he's like. He's like, I see you. I see you smirking there. I see you laughing. This is no laughing matter. You're, Prince Philip is 99 years old and in hospital right now. How dare you laugh? This is very serious. And I'm like, the dude's a fucking mummy. I mean, if he died, it wouldn't be like a tragedy or anything. Like, it's not exactly like people didn't see this one coming. Yeah. I like how they say in hospital. And speaking of not seeing something coming, um, the other thing I've really been enjoying and like the fallout from this this Oprah interview is this spate of like very very like odd and menacing articles in the British press where they're like these op-ed pieces. Like there was one headline that was like, I I fear Harry is making the same mistake as his mother. And I don't want to see him go down that path. They're just basically saying like, Hey, uh, have you, uh, have you interviewed any good drivers lately? Yeah, don't take any underground paths. It's just like these vaguely threatening articles that are like sending messages to Harry and Meghan about, you know, Hey, like, you know, Let's not let's not step uh, too far the line because you know let's not forget what happened to your mother. You know it's 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 odd. Yeah, hopefully this will bring Beanie Babies back though. That's yeah. my only hope. Yeah. Well, because I invested a lot of money in them shits. But it's not just the it's just just the British press um, flacking for the royals. Um, there are a few Americans who have taken upon themselves to defend the royal family against. Uh, Harry and Meghan's calumnies against them for being uh, racist. 
And uh, one of them is a, a, like an old-time Chapo favorite. We haven't talked about him in a minute, but I think he's got a, he's got a piece out today that warrants it. It's uh, it's John Cass, everybody. It's Chicago's own John Cass is back again to defend the royal family. Now, Adam, are you familiar with who John Cass is? Ah, uh, no. Okay, Felix, if you had to describe John Cass to Adam, like how, how would you how would you how John Cassavetes? Well, they're both artists. Um, John Cass is a sort of like grimish-shaped Greek man from Chicago mm. who um, mm. his, don't trust them. Yeah, he would be if he stayed in Greece. He would have been a member of Golden Dawn. Uh, he writes like just absurdly racist articles. You know how every police shooting is like basically justified and like uh, you know just typical like Chicago conservative stuff. Very race obsessed, very, you know, poor people need to get some work ethic, even though I've just been eating sausage and writing articles for like 70 years. But his his work has recently taken a turn because after a lifetime of stuffing his face with like butter soaked lamb and uh, merguez, he has uh, contracted diabetes and his his prose has taken on a sort of Cormac McCarthy state where uh Every day is just horribly depressing. His columns are just him talking about his depressing days where he can't eat sausage anymore and has to eat berries. Uh, his awful wife dragging him to do things that he despises. His family teasing and belittling and emasculating him by keeping delicious uh, fatty meats away from him due to his medical condition. And it just like this is a man standing in standing in front of the abyss demanding death and the abyss says nothing back. He's cursed to the hollowing of uh, of life he cannot find meaning and uh, he has finally returned to politics though with this harry and megan article well yeah <clears throat> in case you're wondering what type of american would get emotionally invested in defending the royal family i mean uh, felix's summary of his character uh, is a good indication of that type of person so this is this is john cash writing in the chicago tribune uh the headline with megan as princess of the woke we'll skip england for a while <clears throat> so it begins like this and it begins in like in pure classic John Cass style. We've always wanted to visit England and sample the delicious savory pies, good rare English beef with horseradish. So that's yeah, that's to- the reason you go to England is to get beef. <laughs> that's the thing that, that's known for. There's no real like history or anything that it, you just got to get over there to eat that pastry crust and beef can't get that anywhere else so he, he really he wanted to go to england to sample the delicious savory pies but in classic john casting he's like he wanted to go but now he can't like another pleasure has been robbed from him has been yeah. wrung out of his life by circumstances outside of his control yeah so he says here um so yeah he wanted to sample the savory pies and delicious uh english wet beef with horseradish but he says most of all i'd hope we'd immerse ourselves in the absolute wonders of the beautiful game that they call football and we call soccer. The way it's played in the greatest sports league in the world, the English Premier League. So think about how psycho this is. This is an American guy defending the royal family and the, and the British fucking the, the English Premier League is the greatest sports league of all time. Adam, are you, are you <laughs> nodding it? in agreement? You, you're a fan you know of the beautiful how game. I feel. You love the footy. You know that, you know that, you know that Felix's gooner bit hurts my feelings <laughs> I'm sorry. <a> lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I got really sad when they got rid of Gunnar Soros, though. 
I got sad too. They had to make some cuts because of the shocking economy and this bloody COVID. Well, they brought him back though, right? Like there was a huge outcry for Gunnersaurus. When the fans come back, Gunnersaurus will return. Okay, good. But I think the man inside of Gunnersaurus, I'm I'm afraid to say I don't know if he's going to come. Oh well, I hope they get him back. They're going to have to put another bloody pervert inside of <laughs> <laughs> that but that dinosaur. <laughs> So yeah, he he wanted he wanted to visit England to eat the meat pies and see the greatest sport in the world, but he says, "But now I don't think it's such a good idea. It's this Meghan Markle business." So I, I like that he is removing the possibility of going on a vacation with his wife to a country they've always wanted to visit because he doesn't think it's safe now or something. Because well, she's Meghan Markle too. <laughs> she's in america i mean they've been living in california yeah. for the last two years is this just like he didn't he's like oh i didn't think they had those there so he goes here after pope oprah crowned markle as the princess of the woke i think princess of the uh-huh. woke is like him trying to do a pun on like princess of wales or something but it, it really just it doesn't oh work. that's clever yeah, yeah he has just like a but like a handful of wet pebbles for a brain he's <laughs> <laughs> also like incredibly stupid <laughs> He's a brick-headed man. Oh, the princess of woke. That's, that's good. Yeah, because that's the, good. The, the wokists of Britain have gone bonkers. They're hell-bent uh-huh. on using Markle as their avatar to tear down the British monarchy that has connected the people to their past for some 1,200 years. Some see the monarchy as repressive and wasteful. Some see it as the vanishing thread binding a diverse nation. Some see it as a fairy tale sold to tourists. Throughout the Markle hysteria, I've been thinking of the proud 94-year-old woman, Queen Elizabeth II, trying to protect the monarchy, <laughs> to hold on against the many idiocies committed by her family. <laughs> I just love it. He's thinking of this poor 94-year-old woman. I mean, like that, that's what really matters here, folks. It's, 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 think, think about how sad she feels about all this. She's 94 years old. She's yeah. not going to be around for much longer. And by much longer, I mean at least another 20 years. Yes. I also, I hate to bring this back to Trump, but we had a real friend to the monarchy in the White House that has been lost. Yeah. And he went over there on that visit to meet the queen. He was so happy. Do you remember? Yeah, and they hated him, but he just they didn't notice. Him. He was having so much fun. He looked like the capital right. He looked like the guy that put his feet up in Pelosi's desk. <laughs> he looked like he was having the best day ever. He walked in front of her. He broke like a 4,000 year tradition. Yeah. <laughs> he walked in front of the old woman. He was just, he looked like a pig in shit. Yeah. It was great because it's like, that's the thing. Like the royal family is as tacky and they're the exactly, they represent the same things he does. They're all Can you both imagine like tacky, was, shitty places. If he was still around, the tweets against Meghan Markle about the, <laughs> calling her a dog yeah. and stuff. Like saying that Harry should ask out Jessica Alba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw queen elizabeth on her chair i moved on her like a bitch <laughs> that was awesome your... when people were like when people were like look at the shade that queen elizabeth did to donald trump and it's like literally every man in her family is donald trump like oh. down to the jeffrey epstein connection like they're the uh, same down, thing. down to being nazis as well yeah um so it says here as an american i'm not a big fan of royalty particularly our own american royals the most powerful royals in the world Grand Duke Jeff Bezos, Grand Duke Bill Gates, His Highness Sergey Brin, 
Grand Duke Jack Dorsey and Grand Duke Mark Zuckerberg. I think he should have used some different royal titles instead of just saying Grand Duke over and over again to make a point that yeah. like, tech billionaires are American royalty. It's, it's, it's very like, what, strange his, here by Cass. Yeah, Cass has also like come out for like low taxes and deregulation his entire career. And he's just yeah. now surprised that we have rich people. Or no, like the only like bad type of rich person, someone that can ban you. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, uh, they and others like them have the power to tell the rest of us uh, of the world what to read, how to search, and best order thoughts, and how to properly express those thoughts. In the old days, a king like Longshanks might take your tongue or your head if you persisted in aggravating him. And if you've seen Braveheart, you know kings could take your bowels, too. I just, as soon as he said See. Longshanks, I knew he was going to come through with the Braveheart reference, because like, that's, yeah. that's how he learns, that's how he knows about history. He's like, yeah. he's like, and anyone who's seen that movie knows it's a historically documented fact that they'll rip out your intestines yeah, and, no, and kill your is, gay son's lover he <laughs> by like, throwing him out a window. Yeah, he only, like, he definitely thinks of himself as an intellectual, but, like, his only knowledge of history is just, like, things that he watched while he suffered from a UTI in his basement. So he goes here, but our big tech royals don't bother about our bowels. They can take mines. And if that's not absolute power, what is? Yet, as a thoroughly modern American, I stubbornly cling to the ye old fiction that we may still speak our minds in our own country. Therefore, it follows that a visit to England now is out of the question. Who wants to end up on the stake burning next to British television host Piers Morgan? Not me. So, yeah, um, yeah Piers Morgan, uh, he's just going to get he's just going to get another job on British TV. I don't get what the big fucking deal is. And like Piers Morgan is like one of the most repellent people alive. So obviously, John Cash mm. likes him and feels an affinity with him. So it says he's here, also uh, a fellow gooner. <laughs> he supports the so last Jeremy Corbyn brings people together. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cor Jeze is also a, a gooner. It's me. It's the three of us. We're the Mount Rushmore of Gooners. I agree with that. So he goes and Harry too, mind you. Morgan, a co-host of Good Morning Britain, made a terrible political mistake when discussing that Oprah interview with Markle and Prince Harry that I refused to watch. I was busy drinking <laughs> Hendrix martinis with habanero garlic olives while binge watching Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> a man after my own heart. A man after my that own heart. A, I just love that he, uh, love that he feels the need to tell you that, uh, that like, oh, the, it's an interview I refused to watch. I was I was too my busy time. getting pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that is being like eighty and bragging that you have open access to alcohol. Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't you love to like give him a smooch after eating all those habanero garlic olives? Yeah. Though? Yeah. I would love to lick his rim clean while watching Bosch. <laughs> he goes, to waste my brain cells watching Oprah. I mean, that's true. He doesn't have many left, so I suppose he doesn't want to use them you know, yeah. uh, frivolously. One uh, of the goes, dumbest men in Cook County. He says, uh, to waste my brain cells watching Oprah, a billionaire entertainer sitting in a beautiful villa interviewing multimillionaire royals about their feelings, just wasn't my cup of tea. You'd have to pry my eyes open with eyelid locks, as was done to Alex in A Clockwork Orange, to get me to watch. Sorry. He's coming correct with these references. His references are sick. Yeah, these are very underground movies about England that he knows about. <laughs> that was a sick poll. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's your letterbox, John? He goes, but I've been, reading, I've been reading about it, and I learned that before meeting Prince Harry and marrying into the family business, i.e. the firm, and becoming Duchess of Sussex, Markle was a star on the TV show Suits. 
You'd have to use the lid locks for me to find that one, too. I'll stick with a proper martini. It's like, this is all confused. He's like, yeah, no, no USA television show for me. I'll be getting drunk. It's like he's comparing <laughs> two different things here. He's like, you'd have, to, you'd have to hold a gun to my head to get me to watch Suits. I'm, I'm too busy eating, eating chips in my basement. Yeah, it's like, I hate to say it, but if you're like mainlining Bosch, it's like, it's not too beneath you to watch Suits. Like, no, it's yeah. definitely like no. not. A, no, yeah. he's like a Bosch. Is, but you know, you, I, my affection for Bosch is well established. But it, it, if you're saying that, like, I'm spending all my time watching intelligent shows like Bosch, and you're yeah. looking down your nose at character-driven <laughs> dramas on the USA Network, yeah. what the it's fuck is wrong with you, dude? The same thing. It's the same. You're enjoying the same thing. But I mean, he does. He has to flex about getting drunk again. So I get it. So he goes, uh, in the Oprah interview, Markle told of alleged racism in the royal family. Markle is the daughter of a black mother and a white father. She said many things with feeling, but what was striking besides the allegations of racism was that she said she'd been driven to thoughts of suicide and the royal family didn't care. Suicide is no joke. If you've lost a friend or loved one, you know, it's no joke. <laughs> I just thought he said yep. he needs to include that. <laughs> That's like, facts. In case, That's in case facts. you were wondering, I'm not making fun of the idea of suicide. And I like he also says, if you've loved, lost a loved one or a friend, it's like, dude, all of Cass's friends and family members end up topping themselves at one point after spending a fucking <laughs> an evening having to like slurp habanero garlic martinis with his fucking and watch Bosch as he farts into a lazy boy for 10 hours yeah. a day. Yeah, just listening to him like bitch to you about how he used to eat these little fudge squares, but his family makes him eat frozen berries now just say just saying something unrepeatable about colin kaepernick just seven hours of that watching the fat on his face slowly like advance over his eyes <laughs> he goes uh still some did not find her claims believable on his program the next day Piers morgan summed up her interview this way i'm sorry said morgan i don't believe a word she says i wouldn't believe her if she read me the weather report he got into an argument with a co-host, a weather forecaster named Alex Beresford, who said Morgan's behavior was diabolical. That's what you get for not believing weathercasters. <laughs> Morgan walked off the set, but that wasn't his great sin. His great sin was not believing what Markle said during the Oprah interview. Markle became upset and reportedly called the network to complain. Morgan was told to apologize. He refused and lost his job. He's now busy recasting himself as a Churchillian, Churchillian figure. I mean, yeah, another 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 drunk who wants to gas uh, not white people. So sounds about yeah. right. What's frightening is that the entire sordid business of hurt feelings and outrage is being monitored by the proper UK authority, Ofcom, which regulates it all. If you go to its website, you'll see what this organization is about. We make sure to, people get the best from their broadband, home phone, and mobile services, as well as keeping an eye on TV and radio, the Ofcom site explains rather clinically and that viewers and listeners are protected from harmful or offensive material on TV, radio, and on demand. Is that reassuring or chilling? We once hoped to visit London during Christmas to attend Boxing Day matches and have a proper English Christmas dinner at Simpsons in the Strand. But England will have to wait. It's the only prudent thing to do. So, once again... A, but they, they, a, they've always had... Like, first of all, yeah, what he describes sucks, but it's like this more or less the same as what the FCC does, which... I don't know how many columns John Cass has written about that. There is probably like some black 17 year old that got shot by 30 different cops that, you know, he had to say was a criminal, but also like he seems to imply that like England does have like more stringent hate speech laws than America. I think that's like one of the things that we have over 
England is that we have far less restriction on speech. But uh, he seems to imply that it Meghan Markle caused it. No, they've been doing this for fucking ever. And like that, you can. They still, don't have a First Amendment. You can still get mince pie on St. Swiggin's Day any, anywhere you want in England if you want to go visit. It's, it's like, also it's like, not a problem. Yeah, no one's going to ban or arrest John Cass from England. Most people in that country have his exact same fucking opinions <laughs> and are, are him just like pleasureless mounds. I just I, I love I, like this fits so perfectly in the cast oeuvre because like I said, it's what I love so much about it is like how he is intentionally robbing himself of something that could be pleasurable or enjoyable in the not too many moments he has left in his life. It's like visiting England with his wife or something. And he's like, nope, I won't be doing that. I'll be getting drunk and watching Bosch because that's the only thing safe for me to do anymore. Yeah. If there's like a Bosch Black Lives Matter episode, does he just kill himself? <laughs> no, he probably just this is one of those guys who just likes feeling bad. He'll, pro- he'll probably get like seven columns out of that. Well, there we go. It's 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 the it's the it's the, it's the bloody royal family. They're at it again. And, you know, I it's my, it's my fervent hope that they will um, implode finally under the weight of their own um, incest, atrocity, and uh, racism. I don't know. Isn't maybe, I don't know, isn't this just making them, like, interesting again? Like, people like drama. I they liked it when Princess Diana died because they were like, oh, it's so sad a princess died. I mean, it'll probably, like, make the English uh, circle the wagons around them. It's like a reality show for them. Yeah. About like the ugliest, most shit boring people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a reality show about like just unfuckable people. Yeah. It's like if you made, there was a reality show about like Sumner Redstone and his family. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. About, about a family of burn victims. <laughs> I miss him. This is another guy I miss, Sumner. The goat. Yeah about that sums it up for today that's uh that's uh that's john cass on uh harry and megan and bosh the greatest tv show of all time adam i want to thank you for filling in on short notice yeah thank, thank you adam you. always a pleasure yeah, thanks a lot talk guys to, talk to the lad always a pleasure and uh you, you know where to find adam he's, he's on come town yeah that's it that's all i got and you can uh I, oh no, no no i am launching an app actually <laughs> Since oh, early really? in COVID, I've been developing an app with uh, some developers in India. It's the Adam Friedland app, where the Adam Friedland fans can get the latest news. They can chill with each other. It's just just me, you know. I can give them uh, post selfies and stuff for them, see what they think. And also, um, your uh, and then your, your hate your political speech. We're going to be very. Censored, we're going to be yeah. like. T- we're going to be tightly monitoring hate speech. <laughs> There is no room good. for hate in the Adam yeah. Friedland fan community. No, you have to be nice. That sounds good. Um, and for fourteen ninety nine a month, you can get Adam Friedland Plus, which Ooh. is a premium service on there. <laughs> okay. Well, what are the inducements yeah. to to go Adam AF Plus? Uh, early access to my uh, acoustic singer songwriter originals that I've been working on. Uh, kind of like a folk country situation. Ooh. Um, and you know i'm i'm coming up with some uh some other some other big surprises so we're going to try to get that on the android and the apple uh, store pretty soon that sounds great well i hope you're not yeah. censored by big and, tech yeah me too yeah and there's going to be a lot of ads okay and just click th- just x out of the ads <laughs> you're gonna, you'll find the content but you got to just you got to stick you got to get it's kind of like when you're like uh, illegally streaming like an athletic event. 
Yeah. There's going to be a lot of pop-ups. There's going to be a lot, a lot of, of ads that, that look just, like you know, it's a closed window, but it actually takes you to another link. You just got to find the right closed window. It takes you to another link. And just yeah, if it shoots it. you over to Safari, just get out of Safari. Go back to the Adam Friedland <laughs> app. <and> just, <laughs> just be persistent. Uh, do people need people do need to give their social security number to join the Adam Friedland app, right? I mean, that's for safety, uh, just to make sure there's no hate speech. Yeah, exactly. Well, well yeah, exactly. It's just so I can. Uh, well, I'm going to give all of them to the police, but then if someone does something naughty, then they'll have it like uh, on speed dial. I can report people. But yeah, you're going to have to give up some sensitive information. I mean, yeah, them. well, that is how to keep online communities safe and hate yeah. free. And, um, you know, well, it's, it's good. I, I applaud you for your efforts, Adam. Yeah. A lot of these social media platforms are very dangerous these days. And I'm going to I'm actually... I'm working on developing the safest social media platform imaginable. So safe that you can't even really post on it. <laughs> that sounds good. That yeah. Sounds great. I, you, I, can I, get, you, you can get the latest Adam Friedland news, though. You can just like. That's all you can do is like <laughs> me. Yeah. I, I, have a, I have a plug for a similarly safe thing. Uh, if you subscribe right now on Stitcher Premium to Time for My Stories and enter the code CHOPPO, and get 50% off, you'll be in a totally safe community where if you post, you know, the forbidden things, like if you post the forbidden 2017 things like Gritty 2024 or like, you know, uh, Go on Chapo, none of my followers will find, will take a picture of your house. Mm-hmm. No one will attempt to kill you. No one will get you fired. No one will harass you. No one will call your grandparents. This is this. Second safest space online uh, behind the Adam Friedland app. Yeah. It's going to be incredibly safe. Yeah. Well, uh, that does it, boys. Um, until next time. Yeah. Signing absolutely. Off. Take care. Bye.